Good morning. I hope and pray that you have come and assembled at this place for one reason only. And that's for the purpose to worship God. And not just any type of worship, but to offer unto God the worship outline in accordance with the scriptures. The type of worship that God seeks after the type to worship him in the way, in spirit, and in truth. I hope and pray that the songs that you've lifted your voice to sing have been sung in truthfulness. I pray that the prayers that you participated in, which were led for us, have been honest prayers. I pray that as we go forth into this lesson and the words you hear, that your heart will be so honest and your spirit will be so humble that where there may be a need for you to repent or whether it be a need for you to come forward and be buried with the Lord in baptism today, I pray that you will allow the truth to prevail. And that you will do what is necessary to get yourself right with God. I pray that as the time in the service come when we commune, partake of this bread and this fruit of the vine. That you will, as in accordance with scripture, examine yourself. And recognize how important and how serious this is yes, sir. so that you would not bring condemnation upon yourself Man. not on anyone else but on yourself partaking of this communion with the Lord in an unworthy fashion Man. and I pray an extra special prayer Lord, when it's time to give of our means, right now, that we will be honest. Man. That we will be honest and not allow some money come on now. to come between our loving Father Man. and us. Something that he has made possible for us to have. But yet, sometimes we allow the love of money to come between us and our relationship with God. I pray that at the end, when we stand to pray that dismissal prayer, that Everything that we have done will have been found pleasing and acceptable unto God. I pray that as it is written in accordance in Colossians 3, where our scripture text is taken from, 
It says in verse 23, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. In other words, church, I hope and pray that this gathering today will be such a gathering that God would just smile when it's all said and done concerning the things that we have done. That's why this morning I want to look at a text from Colossians chapter 3. Doing it heartedly unto the Lord. Right. Doing it heartedly unto the Lord. Yeah. The scripture text was read into your hearing, beginning at verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. <laughs> to the to the which also you are called in one body. Right. And be ye thankful. First of all, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Knowing that God can make it all right. Don't have to worry. Don't have to stress. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Yeah. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Is, is that how you were singing just a few moments ago? Amen. Were you considering your neighbor while you sung? Right now. What admonishment, what exalting what teaching did you offer a few moments ago while you sung? Right. Or did you sing? Right. You know, it's sad when a preacher gets before the audience and he can look out and some folks just. Yeah. 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 I know we're in a digital age. Come on now. Of technology. Yeah. But the word of God still commands for us to sing. Yes, sir. He didn't say for somebody to sing for you. Come on now. This is still a personal commandment for you. Amen. And by you not singing, something is missing in your worship today. Amen. Something is missing in your worship because you surely cannot be doing it heartedly unto the Lord. That's right. Because right. to do it heartedly unto the Lord, it would have to be your best. Man. And for you not to open your mouth, surely cannot be your best. Amen. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another. And our singing in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Well, if you're not singing, you can't be communicating with the Lord. You can't be glorifying Him. You cannot offer adoration unto Him 
with a closed mouth. Amen. Verse 17. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name. So for you not to sing can't be in Jesus' name. Because Jesus always glorified His Father. Amen. If you're not praying, can't be in Jesus' name. Right. How can you offer acceptable worship unto God without giving Him your best? Man. What else could be important right now? What else could be more important than being here in the presence with the Lord and your mind somewhere else? Right. What else could be that important that it can cause a distraction for you not to pray for you not to sing Amen. the scriptures say whatever whatsoever you do yeah. and whatsoever covers everything yes, sir. and everything covers all yeah. and all covers whatsoever in everything. Right. So whatever you do in this life. It should be. In the name. Of the Lord Jesus. Man. Is that what you've offered today? Right. Your best. Right. I like the fact that. God won't ask for anything that he haven't already offered. Man. He offered his best. Yeah. So that he could get us out of a mess. Yes, sir. And being allowed to get out of our mess, we should be willing to offer our best. Man. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands yeah. as it is fit in the Lord. Yeah. Don't get nervous. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> but it says it is fit. Yeah. Husband, love your wives yeah. and be not bitter against them. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm tempted to stop. But I'm going to keep going. Right. Children, obey your parents in some things. In all things. For this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. I have to pause. Children, obey your parents in all things. For this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Well, surely... If the commandment is for children to obey their parents yeah. in all things. Yeah. Parents must have some sense or knowledge or wisdom to instruct you on what to do and what not to do. Amen. 
And being that they have lived what you haven't lived, and they know some things you don't know, it's just good common sense that you should listen to them. And all things. For this is well pleasing unto the Lord. You can't please the Lord, young people, by disrespecting or dishonoring your parents. Amen. Say it now. You can't separate that. You cannot dishonor or disrespect your parents and turn around and ask God to bless you. Because God charged for you to obey your parents. Amen. Because it is something that pleases him. Amen. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger. Yeah. Least they be discouraged. Amen. Fathers, All right now. provoke not your children to anger. Mm-hmm. Least they be discouraged. Amen. What our children need is love. Amen. Guidance. Yeah. Direction. Yeah. Most important, our children need an example. Amen. So instead of being the iron fist boss. Come on now. And preaching and talking about do as I say, not as I do. Live godly. That's right. Be an example. Amen. So that when you speak, your children can have something to compare your speech to. Amen. That's it. And not just an unbalanced situation. That's right. They see in one thing, but your mouth is saying something different. That's right. That's right. And see, parents, this is what we have to remind ourselves about our children. They're not as smart as you think regarding some things. Even though they wake up one day thinking they're brilliant. But believe it or not, they still struggle on processing things. And when your words don't match what you do, and when your actions deviate from what your words say, uh, you're sending a mixed message. Amen. Sometimes that can frustrate a child. Yeah. That's right. And sometimes that frustration can become anger. Right. So don't provoke them. Don't confuse them. Don't make life no harder than what it already is for them. Help them. Love them. Nurture them. Bring them up in the admonition and the fear of the Lord. Amen. But let me move on. Servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Yeah. <coughs> Not with eye service as man pleasers. But in singleness of heart. Yeah. Fearing who? God. God. Amen. Whatever you do, you're not doing it to please men. 
on your job. Yeah. Yes, you have a first line supervisor or second line supervisor or however way the organization is set up. Yeah. But your work ethic should supersede and go far beyond whatever the structure is on that job. Your work ethic is established and set by God. Man. So that whatever you do, yeah. and whether the boss is around or not, guess what? You serve God. Man. Work. Yeah. If they're paying you, work. Man. Let me say that again. If they're paying you, work. Man. Or else, you can't be pleasing unto God. Man. You're just hidden and missing when the boss is around and only producing when he's there to see. Right. Come on now. But you can't please God with an ethic like that. No, sir. There's an old seeing out watching us all the time. Amen. And that's who we need to be concerned with. Amen. And I want to park at verse 23. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. I mentioned earlier about these parts of our worship. Are we doing it heartedly? Man. This word heartedly is talking about giving, giving totally, totality. Yeah. Not, not sparing, not holding back. That's right. But giving of my complete self. Yeah. Heartedly. How can I please God by holding back from God? That's right. That's right. That's right. But the Jerry was leading the singing this morning. He said, you sound good. And it, it, it did sound good for those of us who were singing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Why would you choose to come and assemble among God's people, but yet choose to sin by not That's singing? Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can't offer unto God wholeheartedly your, your all, your best, by not singing. Man. Brother Timon led us in prayer. Yeah. Brother Evan led us in that opening prayer. And are you praying alone? Come on, come on now. Are you praying alone? Right. Right now. It, are you focused on what is being said? Man. How can you please God by looking around and peeping out of one eye and doing all this stuff when you're supposed to be praying? Man. Yes, sir. I'm up here now and some 
playing with their cell phones. Come on now. Come on now. I don't know if you're checking the scores from the NBA playoffs or, or, or what it is you're Googling or, or, or maybe you're shopping. But how can you learn? How can you give heed unto the instructions of what God would have you to know and to learn when your mind is somewhere surfing on the internet? The word of God says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Does that include worship? Yes, it does. What does God desire? What type of worship does He desire? Spirit? And truth. Man. Well, let's, let's park on spirit. Right. Do I have the spiritual connection in my worship, surfing on the internet and playing with my phone, doing worship? No, sir. Oh man, the Wi-Fi just got freed up. Huh. <laughs> By a few. Yeah. And what's amazing is we will sit and worship, play on our phones, play games, respond to text messages. Let me tell you something. And hear me good on this. And I hear me good on this. If you are a Christian, folks all know where you are Amen. right now. Amen. And even if they don't respect the fact that you're in worship, Come on. you shouldn't be texting back and forth with them. Amen. They need to be here with you. Amen. And if you're so tempted to answer a text that they sent, you need to turn your phone off. Man, that's right. Because they're interfering with your spiritual connection. That's right. Yes, sir. But but what if an emergency? Dial nine one one. Man, I, I I don't care what may occur. What did you do before cell phones came out? You found out about the emergency after you got out of service. That's right. Why should God be disrespected? Why should time be taken from God? Why should uh, distraction be introduced into the worship? Come on now. Because of other things. Come on now. And for so. God to ask for so little. Yeah. And for as little as he asks, we keep taking away from that. Man. Hmm. Folks complain about worship too long. Worship too long. Folks don't even like, Christopher don't even like to say, Lord's Day anymore. Come on now. It said, whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Yeah. I need to give my full attention. Yes, sir. To the purpose and the reason I am here. Amen. Amen. Whatever is going on 
outside, it has to wait. That's right. God is worthy to be respected in such a way that I should not be distracted from my worship that I'm offering unto Him. Amen. Truth. Yeah. What is truth? Thy word is truth. Yeah. So I have to abide in the truth. Yeah. To offer this true worship. Man. I can't be honest and truthful if I'm allowing other things to distract me. Amen. First Corinthians. We hear this every week. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter eleven. Yeah. And I believe sometimes what happened, it, it, it has just become more of a routine of hearing than a true meaning. Of what we are participating and being a part of. Right. Verse 23 For I have received, as Paul said, of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. Yeah. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body. Which is broken for you. Not for himself, for you. Yeah. This do in remembrance of me. Yeah. If my mind, if I'm distracted doing worship, responding to text messages, shopping on the internet, using Instagram and all this other stuff doing worship. How can I be in the right mind and remembering the importance of observing this right. in its deepest meaning right. with my mind wandering somewhere else? Jesus said, This was done for you, for me, Man. not for him. Man. We are the ones who stand in need of Him. Man. He don't stand in need for us. Man. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, He also took the cup. And when He had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Yeah. So brother mate, what's your point? This isn't just a time of a nip and sip. Right now. 
This isn't a time where we just passing refreshments to get a, a sour taste out of your mouth. Right. This is a memorial where we are reminded of what our loving God did because of his great love for man and what he gave so that we sinful men and women could be reconciled back unto him and being his children we commune every first day of the week declaring and proclaiming we are his we believe Amen. We are true. Amen. And some of us will take it. As if it's just some bag of chips or candy. Come on now. Come on now. On the playground. Come on now. Oh, the giving of our means. Right now. Right now. I went on save the last. <laughs> Whatsoever you do. Yeah. Do it how? <laughs> do it how? As to the Lord and not Unto me. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. Because you know. One subject, one subject I've learned. That people really understand. But they like to play like they don't understand. People understand money. Now whether they're going to do right or not. That's another sermon. But people understand money. Amen. But you cannot please God. Right. You cannot leave here talking about I have worship in spirit and in truth when you rob God. Man. That's right. And it would be so sad yeah. to appear at the judgment and to find out the one thing that separated you from God. Yeah. Was your love for money. And when the word of God. Teaches us that. You know what. If you sow. Bountifully. You'll reap bountifully. But if you. But if you're stingy. You sow. In that fashion. Grudging. Yeah. That's what you're going to reap. Yeah. I can expect from God an abundance by the way I sow. By the way I give, I can expect God to be honest and true to give back. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't have a need to try to hold back and hold out on God. God is not going to become a liar because of me. Amen. Now, I may prove to become a liar to God by not believing Him. Amen. But God is not going to become a liar because of my stinginess. Amen. I ask you today to consider when you come here to worship, are you doing it heartedly? Right. When the church needs people to help and serve, are you doing it heartedly? Or do you allow any and every other thing in the world and going on in your life to come before the church? I cannot be honest and say I serve God heartedly when I allow any and everything to come before. Amen. My Amen. service to God. Amen. So I ask you to consider your ways and consider what the word of God says about the wholeheartedness that you offer. Yeah. And serving him and worshiping him and loving him. Amen. And everything that you do, are you doing it heartedly? Right. Are you not holding back? Are you not giving of yourself? Or are you more concerned about how you do what you do in the eyes of men? Right. I know this much. People go all out of their way on some of these jobs mm. yeah. Yeah. to get the boss attention. Come on now. But let me tell you, there's a boss higher than your boss on that job. Yes, sir. Who's also watching. Yeah. Who know that you'll put in all these hours, Monday through Friday. Come on. He see that you'll work yourself until you're sick. You'll neglect your husband. You'll neglect your, your, your wife. You'll neglect your children. Come on. You'll neglect your own health, chasing a dollar, and then when it come to the service of the church and the kingdom and happen to do anything, you're too sick or you're too tired. Amen. Come on now. Come on. No, you can't be doing it heartedly. Amen. <coughs> because if you did it God's way, you wouldn't work yourself sick. You wouldn't neglect your husband. You wouldn't neglect your wife. You wouldn't neglect your children. Man. Your home would still be important to you. Man. Because in God's sight, the home is important. Man. Yes, it is. And if the home is weak, the church suffers. Yeah. But if we could get back to putting God's Putting God first. Amen. And wholeheartedly serving Him and trusting in Him and, and, and keeping Him first. Yeah. 
not only will our homes become better, the church will become stronger. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So I ask, are the things you're doing today being done heartily yeah. unto the Lord? Amen. That's a question only you can answer. Amen. But I know God yeah. knows the true answer. Amen. And he will judge. Amen. Church, he's done more than we'll ever be able to repay. That's right. That's right. But just the fact that he loved us so yeah. should be enough that we would want to give our best. Amen. We should want to dedicate our children. We should want to teach them. We, will, we should want to prepare them to be God-fearing young ladies and young men. Yeah. We should want to Offer them unto God so that when you're dead and gone or you can't do for yourself, that they will have the fear of God in them because you know what he has done for you. Just as Israel of old, when they crossed rivers and traveled different places, God instructed them to set up memorials and this and that. So why, why do we need to do this? So that down the road, when they travel this way and they see this, they can remember what God did for them. Yeah. And we need to get back to putting God first in the home. Man. Heartedly. So that when our children get old, they won't forget him. Amen. And they'll understand that God should be bigger in their heart than a dollar. Amen. Yes, sir. Money is uncertain. That's right. But God is true. Amen. Is that all right, church? It's all right. If you're here today, why not try God? Amen. What more would you ask of God to do? Than what he haven't already done. What more can you ask. Of someone. After they've laid down their life. Man. That's what Jesus did for us. Man. Yes, he did. Greater love had no man than this. Than for a man to lay down his life. For his friend. Man. And Jesus said you are my friend. If yeah. you do. Whatsoever I command you. Man. Well Jesus call today is. For you. To come unto him. Yeah. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Man. He said, You can't go unto the Father but by me. Man. His proof that he laid down his life should be enough to, com to convince you yeah. he loves you. Yeah. God giving his best should be proof, that should be proof enough that he loves you. And he gave you time to come here today to hear this. Provided safety for you on the road. Provided safety for you even on the parking lot. Yes, 
The blood is still running warm in your vein right now, and you have heard enough that should persuade you that God is good. He's righteous. He's holy. Second, First Peter three. Second Peter three. He said, "His will is that all men be saved." Amen. He wants you to be saved today. He wants you to be saved. I don't care what you've been going through. He wants you to be saved. And he said, he has a way of providing for you that this world can't offer you. Will you accept his invitation today? In Acts chapter 2, one day after Peter preached that sermon, some 3,000 souls heard and obeyed. And they recognize the only way that they were going to clear themselves of that charge of guilt. They had to be baptized for the remission of their sin. I ask you today, would you accept the gift that is offered? He is the way, the truth, and the life. For us who are members... Will you turn away and stop allowing your job to be your God? Will you ask God to forgive you for allowing the TV to raise your children? Other folks to raise your children. Will you ask God to forgive you today to stop blaming other folks for your failure? And for your rebellious nature Because you put more faith and trust in a job and a dollar than you have in God. Many of our children are suffering because they have no guidance at home. They have no one to turn to for direction. Some of us are raising children through text messages. Sometimes your child need a hug. Sometimes your child need to sit down and look you face to face, eye to eye. Sometimes your child just need to see your expression. Some of us are raising our children and the most communication and contact they get is an emoji. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Your child deserves more. Amen. Well, brother, man, I got to do. I got to do. No, what you got to do is die one day. That's right. That's right. And if you don't get yourself right before you die, that's right. Death is going to be a horrible thing for you. Yes, it is. How do you know what God can't do if you don't test Him? Amen. And you know what I love about God? He said, "Try me." Man. Try me. Yeah. And the only way you're going to know, you got to have faith in him. Man. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, for without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's right. I'm asking you, as a brother, as a sister, as a believer, All right. come back to God. Man. Stop chasing that dog. Mm. Save your children. While it's time. Because if you don't, the streets are going to take them. Yes, sir. The streets are going to take them. Yes, sir. 
And God forbid, I pray not, you'll have to bury your child before we bury you. Man. Let's get back on track. Yeah. Let's serve God the way he should be served. Man. And give him our best. Man. Is that all right? It's all right. What's our song, Jerry? 593. 593 is our invitation song. 593. And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, we're doing it as unto who? The Lord. The Lord. So when we sing, let's encourage somebody. Let's exalt somebody. Let's admonish somebody to get their lives right today before they walk out of this building. Let us together stand.